Welcome to Dynamics Corner. This is Chris. And this is Brad. And welcome to this episode. This episode was recorded on August 16th, 2022. Chris, Chris, Chris. Yes. Nice to talk with you again. It is nice to talk with you again, Brad, on this weekly uh, podcast. Uh, today's episode, it is in fact special. I know last time you gave me a hard time. It's like every episode should be special. Chris, <laughs> every episode is special. Well, this is extra special then because we do have a guest today. Um, a guest? Yes, we have a guest. This is amazing. And uh, he's well known across the Microsoft universe, in my opinion, particularly in the dynamics world. <laughs> I, I too think that this guest... The surprise guest to me is well known in the Microsoft Dynamics 365 Business Central community. Yes. Do you have a drum roll, Chris, that you can play? Yeah, I'll, I will add that on post processing, but uh, drum roll. Welcome, Dave Weiser. Yeah, not like setting the bar too high here for this <laughs> extra special guest, man. Well, you didn't even get an introduction. Let me let me try to do the introduction, Chris. Uh, I'll work with you on that. Right. And this week's guest is Dave Weiser. Many of you know Dave uh, from all of the user groups, and uh, he's an active participant in the user community. Welcome, Dave. Thank you, Brad. Thanks, Chris. Thanks for having yes. me. No, we're we're honored to have you as our guests. I mean, um, you know, I don't know. We've we've known you for so long, and and uh, you know, you have a lot of a lot of things going on now. So and, we're just Chris, curious how things are going. Yes, yeah. and Chris inflated you well. So, you know, <laughs> those that know you and those that may not know you, if you could just give us a little history about yourself, you know, and what you're up to these days with uh, yeah. Business Central. Yeah, happy to. Um, basically, my NAB Business Central history starts back with a great cheese company on the Oregon coast called Tillamook Cheese. Those of you West Coasters will recognize that name. And I sorry, love that ice the, cream. Yeah, the ice cream is the best. <laughs> I know I do get a little uh, argument on the cheese side, but uh, that's okay. I'm still partial to Tillamook Cheese. But I started there implementing NAV 2009. And that was back many years ago. And at that point, uh, I was the accountant on the on the team. You're another dinosaur like me. I do a lot of interrupting, you know, so I'll, I'll let you speak now. I'm going to mute myself. <laughs> no need. But yeah, implemented that, quickly became the NAV expert there at Tillamook. And at that point, just uh, spent a lot of time working with NAV and then into Business Central. Got involved very early with the user group at Dynamics Communities, the NAVUG site, and started going to Convergence, started going to Summit, Forum, whatever it was called at the specific time, and got involved very quickly. And that really, I think, is what kind of skyrocketed my uh, my involvement there, is just getting involved, speaking, presenting. It was just something that I love to do. Went to work for a couple of partners, went to work for users, uh, finally settled in and am now kind of uh, working with uh, a new group called Dynamics Northwest, uh, focused on helping customers get started with Business Central, doing a lot of training, doing a lot of uh, base implementations, that kind of thing. So it's, it's really enjoyable. Um, I just love the product. 
I know it has its detractors. I know it has its problems, but it's a great product and uh, can really help a lot of businesses. So that's really where I'm, where I'm focused is helping businesses, helping companies like your listeners to to implement it and use it to its fullest. No, that's great. It's great to hear it and and to hear your history. As far as working with the application, I think just like any other application, there's there's pros and cons, and yeah, uh, depends upon you know what features and functionality a business needs when implementing a system. So you've been working for this, uh, excuse me, working with Business Central since back in Navision 2009 days, back in the old classic mm-hmm. client, as us dinosaurs oh, yeah. talk about. Um, <laughs> so what do you think of the evolution of the product? You know, wh- what have you experienced over the years, um, you know, working with the application? What, what uh, do you think you like uh, with the direction of the application? Well, it's like with anything. I mean, any any change in the application, there's going to be some growing pains. I mean, when we first went from classic to rolled tailored, um, that was a huge change. And there was, uh, you know, I, I don't think it was really built up like it should. And so there was still a lot of problems. There was performance problems with rolled tailored client. Um, but Microsoft luckily kind of overcame that. And once users started getting in and using it, you know, it helped quite a bit and people started to get more familiar with it. And then the change from Roll Taylor client to the web client, um, you know, that was another growing pain out there too. But now as you as you work with it and especially with the Roll Taylor client or the the web client now or the modern client, whatever Microsoft is calling it now, um, there's a lot of flexibility there and a lot of good things about that. Uh, that uh, users are finding. And so, you know, it's it's like anything, any transition, there's going to be that period of people stumbling over their feet for a little bit, but then, you know, taking off and running with it again and uh, really making the mess of it. Yeah. So, D- Dave, you mentioned uh, growing pains with the different iterations, especially in the early days of NAV, right? So the different versions by years and all mm-hmm. that. So what what is what do you think is the, you know, what, is this a significant change? You know, what's the biggest component between NAV and Business Central um, uh, moving forward? Well, the biggest thing, right, you know, early on, I think, was mainly just the the user experience. Uh, a lot of users, like myself when I was a user, um, as as Microsoft would come out with new versions, there really wasn't a lot of functionality changes. It was like, okay, we're gonna change the user experience and we're gonna help you be able to have a better look and feel, being able to do different things or changing the infrastructure underneath. But a lot of users got frustrated that you're not giving us functionality. And so that I think early on caused some issues several years ago, but luckily in the last few years, that's kind of changed. Now with uh, you know the new upgrades every six months, there's new functionality coming in, and a lot of that I think is being driven by, you know, some of the other systems. You know, GP is coming over. There's a lot of users coming over that had functionality in GP that they would expect to see in a higher level product like BC, and so Microsoft is starting to integrate a lot of that advanced functionality over there too, and so that's nice from the BC standpoint is to be able to do that uh, and be able to see that increased functionality because I think they've got the infrastructure layer settled, the web client or the modern client is settled. Now it's just a matter of introducing new functionality and, and new features into the product. 
Interesting. I know there's a lot to it. And with the updates, it's difficult to, in some cases, it's difficult to keep up with it. It happens so rapidly. I, sometimes I feel like I spend a lot of extra time just reading and experimenting with the applications. Now, you you work both with partners and customers implementing the application. Which areas, now there's a wide use for the application. Are there any areas that you specialize in? And uh, with those specializations, I have some additional questions. I'll let you answer that one. I'm just in the mood to talk today. I had a few <laughs> cups of coffee. Well, especially training is the big thing that I like to do because people need to get familiar with the product and not be afraid that if they click on something, they're going to totally destroy the system. And I think that's the biggest thing is people are so afraid of it. So if you can get in and train them and get them familiar with the product, you know, then that's that's a big step towards helping them become more useful in the product and to learning the things that they need to. And so that's one of the things that I enjoy doing, but just helping people implement, helping people understand how to use the system, that it is very flexible. There's often multiple ways of doing things, um, but just finding their way, finding the best way for them to be able to accomplish things that they need to. Um, that's what I like helping people uncover with their system. Yes, I mean, there's so much that you can do with it. Now, oh, yeah. the, this it's it's amazing. And there's several core areas of the application. You know, there's the financial management, mm -hmm. there's fixed assets, there's manufacturing, there's service, you know, standard sales and receivables and purchase and payables, if you want to go take it way back to some of those terms. Right. But, and it's all integrated together, which is really nice because it's, you know, you set up a customer, you set up an item and you can start using them immediately with sales orders. Everything is posting through mm -hmm. to the, the GL automatically. I mean, everything is so tightly integrated. And I think that's what scares a lot of people off is, uh, you know, they make a mistake in one area and it's going to, you know, ripple down into the GL. And then they've got so many things that they've got to fix that they can't fix. And, they may have been able to do that in the past. And so it's a little bit scary, but it is nice to have a system then that is so tightly uh, intertwined together that, you know, you can see everything, you can do everything all within one spot. And when you work with users for implementing, and I know you've worked both for uh, partners uh, implementing and managing implementations as well as end users, uh, implementing you know within an organization which areas have you concentrated in specifically and within those areas are there any challenges that you can remember yeah i'm thinking more recently with business central mm -hmm. not necessarily you know something from 2009 but um you know some of the recent challenges you may have had you know i always like to go with the challenges versus uh, some of the benefits uh, of, of using the application yeah, the biggest challenge when we come into a new client is just really the configuration and the setup, not necessarily um, with the chart of accounts, which can have its own uh, set of issues, but dimensions and posting codes and just making sure everything is configured and set up properly, because that that's the base of the, of the product to make sure everything works right, is to getting all those postings set up. But there's a lot of things there that companies may not have considered that now that we're asking them to consider, you know, uh, if I call directly to a dimension setup, you know, a lot of people need to understand what dimensions are and how they can be used and they may not have thought about that before but now they need to think about it because they need to set it up right 
the first time would be ideal the first time so that everything posts through properly. So that's, I think, one of the biggest challenges for companies is just making sure that that setup is right so that they can get the reporting that they need, get the transactions to post correctly. Uh, because, you know, if you're posting a deposit, you're posting a deposit. If you're posting a sales order, you're posting a sales order. But making sure that behind the scenes, everything hits the GL, everything hits the financial statements correctly, that's a, a huge uh, a huge issue for a lot of clients. Yeah, you know, you mentioned, Dave, about, um, you know, setting up training and the importance of training and educating uh, customers utilizing Business Central. Um, I think you are in the kind of a sweet spot of how the workforce transition of you know newcomers in business central mm -hmm. um that a lot of them you know there's a microsoft spoke about this and we spoke about this in, in during our podcast about the transition and the shift of decision makers and the decision makers are coming from an increase coming from millennials who are more comfortable with the technology uh, because you know technology is normal, you know, for them, and so a lot of times what they do is they look at training materials or getting trained, and then they can do the rest of the maybe the configuration or much more comfortable of playing within the system. So I, I think that that in itself is is you know you're really in the right spot at that at this time. So which is good, right? Um, I mean they yeah they are familiar with technology. They may not be familiar with Business Central, but we're finding more and more that that group, if they have a question, they're not turning to their partner. You know, they're they're going online, they're going, they're hitting Google or, you know, YouTube, and they're searching for those solutions on their own to find those answers instead of, you know, turning to their partner. So be, the online presence is becoming more and more important. So, you know, podcasts like this and, and YouTube channels and, you know, blog sites, you know, different things like that are becoming more and more important because those group of people, that's that's their source of information. And and that's great. You know, I, I wholeheartedly endorse, you know, users going out and trying to find those solutions. Um, the partner, I think, is kind of that coach behind the scenes. If you have a question or if you want to bounce an idea off of fine, uh, or somebody that's used uh, the system for a long time is to bounce your ideas off of them to make sure you don't totally break something. But, you know, I'm all for users going out and finding the answers on their own. You know, you bring up a good point, I think, with that customer self-service type, you know, implementation, because, you know, with the increased, you know, technology or the availability of technology, a lot of resources are sharing their experience. And, you know, as you mentioned, like the, the partner as a coach in the background, I see a lot more where users are finding ideas and then they bounce those ideas off of the partners. In essence, mm -hmm. you know, to say, is this sound or, you know, what experience do you have with this? Because, you know, like anything else that you can read that somebody publishes, if it's not uh, edited or, um, you know, validated, you know, you're not certain what you're going to get or end up with. So, um, you know, I think there is some community policing to it, but I do see that role sort of shifting and, uh, you know, the user and the user base is, you know, able to find a lot of answers on their own. 
Um, yeah, and that's right, Brad. And that, that's the good and bad of especially like AppSource out there. Um, AppSource where, you know, pretty much almost anybody can post an app to extend Business Central. And there's hundreds of them out there. The problem is you don't know how good some of them are or how bad some of them are. So it really takes some trial and error or, you know, a trusted source to say, yes, I've worked with that company before or that developer um, who's provided that application and they do good quality work or no, um, I have worked with them before and they don't provide good quality work. You might want to be aware or um, or really test it out in your sandbox environment before you take advantage of it because like I said, there's hundreds of apps out there on the app source and many of them do the same thing and it's just a matter of finding the one that works best for you. And that's, that yeah, is or, a problem. Or they're new into the community, right. right? There's some, you know, there's some developers out there coming into the app source where they have products in the app source and they may just, they may also be new in the community as well. Um, so uh, D- Dave, being you know, uh, being in the community for for quite some time, you know, I know you and I started back in that uh, uh, the Pacific Northwest community. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, where do you see the community? Uh, at least the opportunity. I guess I think there's an opportunity here uh, for the community. Where do you see the communities going uh, forward? I know because of the pandemic, all that stuff kind of slowed down. <laughs> a lot. Mm -hmm. And so I'm just curious your thoughts on that. Yeah, that's a that's a really good question. Um, The community right now is in a little bit of a flux. And I think it's really, you know, trying to find itself. Um, There are, you know, historically, and you know, I don't want this to turn into a history of user groups, but historically, there was Dynamics Community, which was Navug and BCUG, and they had Convergence and Summit and forum and a lot of different things was kind of the powerhouse and they had a lot of momentum going for them. But then through the an organizational change and the pandemic hit and a lot of things kind of drew on them that caused that to kind of fall a little bit. Um, dynamic user group steps in, they're offering a, a fresh alternative to that. And so right now there's not really infighting, but there's there's just you know, confusion in the user group as to which, where do I go? Do I go with DCI and the summit group? Do I go with Dynamics user group and Dynamics Con? Do I do both? And so a lot of them are, are hitting both of them and, and watching both to get information. Because like we talked about, it's all self-service and people are, are just trying to find information um, and they're trying to find helpful people that can help them. And so other users are one of those other sources besides your partner. Um, they're finding other users that can give that kind of unbiased look as to, yeah, I've used something before and it's worked. So I'm really not sure where it's going to, uh, where it's finally going to shake out. You know, is there room in the user community for both groups and also for kind of Microsoft and a couple other places to kind of step in? Maybe there is. Um, and we'll just kind of have to wait and see on that one. So you bring up an interesting point. I know that you're heavily involved in the user communities, you know, and I've worked with you on several implementations. Uh, you know, within those, I was going to talk about your involvement in the user communities uh, and Chris, you know, kind of led into this with just to see how the user communities have been evolving and how they're evolving. And 
is there a big overlap between these communities? Because it gets to the point where, you know, Microsoft has their, you know, community forums online where you can participate. You have, you know, the Navug user community where you can participate and you have these other groups. So it's a matter, you know, my question is, uh, what have you seen in your experience, the evolution of these groups and, you know, what level of overlap is there among these groups? Because, you know, is it all in essence, you know, the same activity in each of these user groups or is there a differentiation between the user groups? Um, there historically, my perception and, you know, others may disagree. My perception is that the dynamic user group or Doug, D-U-G, was more technical in nature historically. Now, with the with the changes that are going through with Navug and Dynamics communities, there's been a lot of user functionality kind of assistance available on DUG. And there's a lot of people, myself included, that basically follow both of them. So, you know, both of them have forums, both of them have conferences, both of them have, you know, help. And so there's a lot of people that are just helping on both sides. Um, myself included, I'm not married to one or the other. You know, my goal is to help users. And so if those users are focused more on the Dynamics communities, I'll be there. If they're more um, focused on Dynamic user group or on Microsoft's forums, you know, I'll go wherever the users are. And I think that's true of most partners and most of the people that want to they want to reach out and be of help is they'll go where the users want them to be because our goal primarily is to help the user. And so, you know, it's it's just a matter of where they're going to be. Yeah, it's, uh, and you're right. And, and whatever is simple for the user, you know, you can go to that user group. But I think both uh, serves its purpose, for sure. Mm -hmm. um, and we should be involved regardless, because like you said, at the end of the day, uh, you know, it, it is for the users. It should always be for the users. Um, I think a lot of people, you know, as you get comfortable with the product, Business Central in particular, it's a big win, not only for Microsoft, but a big win for the rest of the partners and the users and uh, people in the space, um, you know, considering, you know, the sandbox is fairly small. So Dave, you know, you being mm -hmm. known pretty much everywhere. I mean, I'm pretty sure everyone <laughs> knows you, man. <laughs> Every time you put a session, good or bad. <laughs> everyone wants to join your session. I, uh, I've been in those, uh, I've been in those sessions. So um, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> No, well, no. I, I was I was just, you know, I, I felt like I should leave the uh, the room for a moment just to, to let you guys rekindle how much you're, you're pumping them up. No, yeah, Dave is a great resource. And, um, you know, Dave, uh, you know, you offer some valuable information and I've worked with you on implementing and I think you do an amazing job. And, and I know that there are some conferences coming up. What is your involvement in the conferences for the rest of the year in the you know the dynamics con summit or any other conferences yeah so there are a couple of conferences that are coming up um about a month and almost a month from now in september um, dynamic user group is sponsoring dynamics con live um, that's in san antonio texas and you know you can still go ahead and register just go to live.dynamicscon.com so it's con.com, so just in case I don't pronunciate <laughs> properly. Um, they also have virtual events that occur throughout the year that are free. 
Um, and then about a month later is Dynamics, com or Dynamics Communities with the summit, uh, which is historically fairly large, and that's uh, October 10th through the 13th down in Orlando. Um, that's coming up. I do have sessions that I'm speaking at at both of those conferences. Um, so looking forward to both of them. Nice. Where, where can they find you, um, Dave? What's, what's your website? Um, you know, people can connect with you. Yeah, the best place to connect with me is dynamicsnorthwest.com. So www.dynamicsnorthwest. And they can reach me at dave at dynamicsnorthwest.com. And that's Northwest spelled out, so not just NW. Um, and that's uh, that's where I reside most of the time. Or if you have questions, you can go to Doug's site, uh, you know, Dynamics User Group or nabug.com um, and post questions on their forums. And I, I frequently, you know, watch there and look for opportunities to interact with, with folks. No, I have seen you on there and you offer some <laughs> great advice. And I think it's it's helpful and you've helped me in a number of situations as well. So, or well, it's it, not just me. Great questions. Yeah. It's not just me. There's a lot of users out there, a lot of people that are just anxious to help. So, no, I, I do. I think it's a great community. I think it's a small community. A lot of times, individuals don't realize how small it is, you know, and having worked with it, it it's nice to see some familiar faces. And as you had mentioned, is you get to know everybody and it does feel like a oh, community yeah. and everybody works to help each other, uh, you know, to have successful implementations, which is a little, um, uh, maybe different, I think, in, uh, to what some people are used to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So with that, uh, for our listeners, uh, hopefully you can uh, you can go ahead and follow you know follow Dave uh, Weiser uh, at dynamicsnorthwest.com. You can post questions. I'm sure he'll pop up and answers maybe answer your question as well. So you can also find him at the uh, Dynamics Con, as he had mentioned as in September. And then we have Summit also coming up in October, which all three of us in this podcast right now will be there. And so with that, Dave, thank you so much um, to being our guest today. Uh, would hope we get you kind of a normal, uh, consistent guest. No, I, I was going to say <laughs> that. I appreciate the time. Uh, you are the, the first guest that we've had on here. And we're, you know, as we're evolving this and uh, information, and I would, you know, hope that you would join us again to offer, you know, Dave's specific content, you know, as you work through implementations, and we can talk about some of the features and functionality of Business Central, and some of your experiences with uh, those parts of the implementation. Again, to go deep into the, the the notion of, you know, sharing information with the application. Oh yeah, I'd love to. Love to be back. All right. Well, thank you, Dave. Uh, Brad, thank you so much uh, for this thank episode. Um, and I uh, hope to talk to you soon again, Dave. Thank you so much. All thank right. You, Thanks. All right. Take care.